0: Love Talk Radio.
1: We welcome your presence. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, we welcome you in this place. We give you free course. Have your way in this place tonight. Let your Shekinah glory, let the glory clap. Fill this place tonight. I do of all our.
2: to another episode of the Five Spoonstone Network. This is Brother Seth. How are you and yours doing this afternoon? Well, hopefully blessed and highly favored brothers and sisters. Um, so much is happening in our world today. And I hope that you and your family are safe in his arms. Blessed of the best. Well, today is an open forum what does that mean it's very simple it just means we're talking about whatever's in your heart or spirit um I have a few topics on the table but this line is open to those who don't want to ask questions or comments um I want to before I get into that again thank everybody for tuning in today Father's Day those who that worship this holiday uh As every day, we honor the fathers. Always have on this network, every single day we honor the fathers. And if the world wants to take a day out of the year to honor the fathers, they should not do that. (laughs) Now I'm being facetious. Of course they should do it. I mean, my goodness. Fathers, are you kidding I'm saying it because some people actually don't worship no days. They're like a group, the, uh, what they call that? Yeah, uh, can't think of the one movie, Grimps. They just don't want nothing good, just anything, just anyway. Of course, if the world wants to honor fathers and say, today we're going to set this day aside to say thank you, fathers, should they do it? Well, they should do it every day. Well, they should, and those that do do it have a special day to date. I know a lot of people that do it throughout the year, but what is wrong with doing it on a day that everybody do it? Well, again, I can't get with some of these people have different beliefs, I'm not speaking of no certain person, y'all, but of no certain group and no certain belief system. But there's nothing wrong with a lot of the American holidays so long as it's godly. And if, if the earth wants to celebrate or the, or the nation wants to celebrate fathers, I'm with it. If they want to celebrate mothers, I'm with it. If they want to set aside a day to celebrate teens, I'm with it. Just as long as they're not saying do it one day a year, I'm cool. Because I am going to celebrate my father Everything. Okay, so many of you have heard me talk about my stepfather as well as my biological father. You've heard me talk about them, and you know that Brother Seth is going to keep it real right here on this and It's that Network. So, again, I want to thank you for your time, brothers and sisters. I don't take it lightly. And uh, if you are observing today, uh, uh, happy Father's Day. And for those fathers out there that's really getting it in, Happy Father's Day! <laughs> uh, again, fathering, being a father myself, is not easy, brothers and sisters. It is a very, it can be very challenging. Some of us haven't done it before. Some of us are new fathers, and and uh, it can be very, very challenging. So, I just want to again say thank, thanks, uh, even. As I speak, my fathers are no longer here on the earth. Fathers as my stepfather as well as my biological father. They're no longer on the earth. They're no longer on the earth. But I just thank the father that he allowed me the time uh, to, again, receive love from both my biological father, who wasn't really in the picture like he should have been. But nevertheless, he did show me love in the latter years. As well as my biological father, I mean, my stepfather who kind of came along as we were in high school. My mother remarried and uh, or married uh, my stepfather. And so I just, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. Both of these men were God-fearing. Both of these men uh, believe in civil rights and, and a lot of the things I talk about so much on these shows. And so I owe uh, credit to, uh, them for a lot of the things that you hear me talk about every single day. And y'all have to bear with me. I got a new mic I'm using. Hopefully you can hear me okay. Uh, I'm trying to make sure I cover everything, brothers and sisters. Um, I want to go ahead and just take a little break here. I'm having a little, a little te- technical difficulty, but with nothing we can't fix. But I just want to remind everybody before I take the little break here that we definitely, definitely are are, uh, going to be doing this open forum. And uh, I want – let's just do this. Let's go ahead and play the show's instruction. Y'all bear with me because I'm trying to stall, but I really am having some technical difficulties. So instead of me trying to stall with you guys, I think I'm just going to go ahead and – Play our show's instruction this is a, a audio I recorded some time back uh, for those new listeners that we get on the show uh, you don't know quite how to engage brother Seth this will help you out as, as far as how to ask questions and just some things about the five smooth stone network so go ahead and enjoy this audio especially if you're new uh, and then we'll come back and, and pick up the show all right all right so again thank you for tuning in and we'll be right back after this short um, um audio presentation All nations of people around the world, although I may not know you, please know all people are loved and their opinions valued on this network. While our shows are pointed at solutions and encouragement to Israelites, aka Jews, in the diaspora, all people can benefit from the truth the most by is saying through Christ and through His Holy Spirit we call the Ruach Hakodesh of times. To the new listeners who want to comment, please call the phone number right there on the promo. You're probably looking at 914-205-5590. Again, the phone number to call right there on the promo is 914-205-5590. Press 1 uh, in order to comment to any other host or co-host or any of our guests. You'll hear an operator say you're now on the host queue after you press one. Once you're done commenting, press one again and you'll hear the same operator say you're now off the host queue. So you have to be on the host queue in order for us to see your hand raised. And then when you get done again, press one the second time and you'll hear her say you're off the host queue. The reason why it's it's important to be off the host Once you've commented Because you may want to come back on to get a comment And then you just simply press 1 Also, I want to remind everybody That we have a 500 shows With hundreds of topics With uh, different guests from all walks of life All different ethnic groups We have people that travel the world Very intelligent people Very educated on our show uh, And more importantly uh, A lot of God-centered people A lot of people Led by that Ruach confidential, that Holy Spirit uh, Sharing on our network So Google Five Smooth Stones Blog Talk Radio, that's the fastest way to get to us Google Five Smooth Stones Blog Talk Radio And you'll be able to enjoy over 500 Episodes On various topics uh, At your leisure Lastly, we want to remind everybody to follow the show Follow the show, please Follow us, it gives us a bigger presence On the net. Plus, you benefit by getting a reminder sent to you anytime we do shows. Uh, we get these little reminders sent with all types of details of what's going on on the next show sent to you. Enjoy the rest of the show,
3: and thank you for tuning into the Five Star Network. Until next time.
2: Brothers and sisters, let's go to our Father in prayer. Let's ask His blessings upon this broadcast. And if you agree with me as I pray and as I petition the highest court, kingdom of the most high God, of Israel, if you agree, simply say amen under your breath. So be it. Father, I just want to lift up this show tonight. Father, I ask that you... Would by your Holy Spirit, your Ruach Hakodesh, by your Spirit, Father, speak through the co-host, or the host, or guest, or whoever's going to be speaking to the people, or even through the callers, Father. Father, we ask that you would speak to us through your Word. Father, let us be agents of change tonight, not just lifting up the problem, whatever we're going to be discussing, or the enemy, whoever the enemy is, but Father, we ask that on this show, that you be lifted up. While we may examine the problem, discuss the problem, discuss the challenges, discuss the heartache, the pain, we just ask that you be lifted up. As the, as the solution As, as a song played in the background Waymaker We ask that you be revealed tonight On this broadcast, broadcast As the Waymaker Father we as a people Petition Your court Your presence Asking for change In our world In our home In our hearts Father, let us not just be another group of people just talking for the sake of talking vain conversation. We ask that you would speak the wisdom that only you can give. You said, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of you who give it to all men, liberally and abraded not. Father, in your son's name, We ask that you will Reveal to us your heart In the matters spoken tonight And Father we ask A special blessing upon the listeners That they're suffering With pain Discomfort in their bodies Where they can't hear you We ask that you will rebuke And we rebuke The enemy In Christ's name Spirit of sickness And infirmity and we even speak to bodies and command these bodies receive peace. These bodies will receive healing in Yeshua's name, in Jesus' name. All these things we ask as the body of this broadcast tonight. Well folks If you agree with that prayer Simply say amen Simply say amen Or so be it Brothers and sisters Prayer is very serious It's a legal act actually It's a time we petition Literally a court But it just so happened This is the highest court of the land uh, The most high Yah of Israel Or God Or Ahaya or uh, Jehovah Or the various names we call this Great, great God So folks, I want to thank you for your time Tonight. Y'all, we are very serious about What we do here at the Spots for Song Network. We are really trying Our best to uh, Make a change in our world uh, We believe, as you know uh, If you've been listening for any of the time That we are very um, we're Very serious About waking up The true people of the Bible we believe this, that the father, uh, as we talked about last week, the father, this is anointing on this people called African-Americans. You know, we think uh, they have been turned inside out to think that they're niggers, they're this, they're that. And I, if that the word of sin, please forgive me. I'm just talking about what those that uh, ruled over us, those in power that have ruled over us Have called us y'all uh, and So don't be offended by that name But what I'm saying is These people have been turned inside out And they believe some of the biggest lies Ever told to human beings And these lies have uh, Created an invention If you would These lies from Himself have Created a type of people I think that African Americans What they call their culture And what they call black it's what we call subculture. It's a culture but born out of the American culture. And the American culture as it is, is already, uh, I mean, there's a lot of great things about uh, the USA. I'm not going to be a here lying like everything is just horrible. There's some great things about the US. People are not leaving their country for no reason. However, there's a lot of hype. A lot of what is in the uh, so-called culture of America is killing Americans and foreigners alike. So, brothers and sisters, tonight, uh, this afternoon, rather, I want to just, to starters, again, this is open forum. If you have a question or a comment, feel free. If ever a time to ask questions on the phone lines, this will be the show, Uh just simply press one and we'll bring you on just like the recording said. But brothers and sisters, I want to start off just talking about just just how we keep buying into these narratives. And some of y'all I know think, oh, that's not me, that's not me. But folks, what we call black, what we call African-American culture is not our true culture. It's a lie from Any and everything that you think make up being black, I can show you how it's birthed out of pain, sorrow. And we gotta really start asking some hard questions. Do we want to continue in any types of culture that is subculture to, of course, white whiteness and American culture, white supremacy? I don't know about you, brothers and sisters, but I want to be whatever the Father says I am. Whatever he says, I am, that's what I am, no less, no more. And what he says, who he says we are, and what he says, there's another one, what we can do, uh, that's amazing, what the Most High says we can do. Because I believe that we can do all things imaginable and even things that's unimaginable with the help of this Elohim of this God A reminder of the scripture that says He's able to do uh, Above all that we can ask Or even think Now you know anytime you can Somebody say can you imagine some billionaire Saying I'll give you more than you can ask Or think I mean That's on a trivial uh, level But I'm just saying There's some pretty impressive things That billionaires could give you uh, 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 That you can't even think to even ask When You talk about the Most High. Brothers and sisters, I've come to realize the only phrase I can say for what we have settled for in this subculture called Black blackness, I've come to realize we have been, um, what's the word I can, I have to come up with a word. We have just been robbed, robbed of life, and many of us will go to the grave just Selling for just being black and, and blackness and, and all the things that I'm never going to get into the, the foolishness, but all of the things that come with black, blackness. You know, I, have, I was thinking about this meditating on, around this topic many times actually over the years. And I'm just thinking about how all of our heroes was pretty much people that fought for, uh, for civil rights. Most of our leaders, and even if you want to get really technical and really just tell the truth, even a lot of our sports heroes, uh, they were good because of frustration and they fought with anger. They ran the ball with anger. Uh, they uh, they uh, ran the field, the track, the field. They competed with anger, and oftentimes the anger had to do with oppression. So it's a shame when you define yourself by people with great people that was great from standing up to bullies and, and you never get past, <clears throat> excuse me, you never get past real living. You know, the Bible says that we do, we, we, we've been made more than just conquerors. What does that scripture mean? It says that we, so-called believers, have been made more more than conquerors. We, our life should be more about just conquering and to conquer, you know? And so there's a whole lot of living, brothers and sisters. There's a whole lot of things that we can experience outside of always warring and fighting and conquering. The the beauty that the Father created in us when he placed us in Christ, when we, was, when we received him through the gospel of the good news about the kingdom is what Christ came to preach. Father, what, I mean, excuse me, y'all. I can be, y'all, have to, y'all have to bear with me. I have a monitor in my ear, and I'm hearing myself talking. It throws me off almost every show now, but I'm getting used to it. And the brothers and sisters, uh, again, this is open forum. Two to the Files on there with those of you just coming in. And we're just swinging just no certain topics on the table. You can press one to come on and suggest anything, ask questions, and make comments. But in the meantime, Brother Seth, myself is going to continue to just bring up things that are in my spirit. But this is something I've been chewing on for years, how that we're going to live and die if we're not careful and never realize who we are, who the Father made us. You know, some of us will become great things in the world uh, under this whole uh, social construct of race. Uh accepting the fact that we're just a black man, we'll go out there and carve a niche, a pretty good-sized niche in life and feel good about ourselves, and then we'll die and go home to be with the Father and the saints. But I just believe that that is not what the Father desires out of us. You know, brothers and sisters, if the Father really gives you something, and he has really called you to do something, I want to ask you a question. Who on this earth can be against you? If the Father really put it in you to do a thing or to do or be a certain person or just whatever he calls, the various callings that are upon mankind, once he calls you to do something, you think he's He's not going to empower you to do what he's putting you to do? So I just I just think that, this is one reason I talk so much about white supremacy. Everybody say, why do you talk so much about white supremacy? It's because it's a thief. It's a thief. The philosophy of white supremacy is a thief. It steals humanity from all humans, including whites themselves. It turns out individuals into animals. It, it 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 takes humanity from us. And this is why a lot of times under the uh, influence of white supremacy, you got some of the most horrendous crimes that whites have done to others because that's just what this philosophy do. Um, my goodness, I'm reminded of Rasheem. I can't think of his last name, but was the gentleman that was killed in uh, Mississippi. I don't know if y'all heard about it, but it was a horrible thing that went down uh, in um, um, Mississippi. I'm trying to, he was hanged. No, no, his uh, bodies was, he was disfigured, dismembered. And uh, I don't know if y'all heard this enough. If you haven't heard, hopefully I just don't disturb you. But uh, this young black man was texting his mom and letting her know that he was being followed but he was being uh threatened he had a uh, uh, misunderstanding at work he had a uh, 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 he was telling his mom in the text him and his boss don't see eye to eye and that he feels like his boss has something to do with these these, these gentlemen. There was three truckloads full of occasion uh, uh, males following him, and uh, his mom told him. Since he feared for his life To go to the police Go to the police So that's exactly what he did He went to the police And brothers and sisters The police told him You cannot stay here So they kicked him out of the uh, uh, Precinct there And make the long story short The man wind up being murdered But not just murdered Dismembered I don't think they found his head yet, but his spinal cord was in one place, his body was in another place, and just horrible brothers and sisters. And the gentleman that would brought forth this information, this podcaster, I'm sure some other uh, networks carried it, but the one particular way I heard it was from this one uh, podcast. And the guy made a very good point. He was saying that – African-Americans need to really think long and hard about staying in these little small towns where the population is just, you know, near under under 10%, he said. He said, you need to stay around uh, on other people that look like you, where if something is going down, you can kind of get some help or some backup or something. But in these little towns where you go to the police department, and they're all white, and the fire department, they're all white, and uh, You know and uh, and So it's hard to get help Is what he was saying And I agree with him on 1000% Because I feel like Until white supremacy is challenged Like it really needs to be Which it's not We always talk about racism Like it's nothing Like we talk about it like it's not Not like it's nothing But we talk about it in a very superficial way We don't get into the nuts and bolts of white supremacy We haven't answered The white supremacists and they say things like, you know, y'all, y'all, uh, uh, this is our country. We built this country, and mm-hmm. black people are, they are not major contributors to our success. And, and black people bring down neighborhoods when they move in. And black people are disproportionately in prison. Black people are disproportionately has disproportionately homes have disproportionate homes led by women and all the things they say about us, a lot of which is true. Um, but nevertheless, uh, we got all these people that dodge these people uh, who I might add is somebody's child. White supremacists have mothers and fathers. These are somebody's child or children that is deceived with this germ. And uh, of course, you know, this is the Fire Support Network and I'm Brother Seth. I don't think white supremacy is just so-called white people. I definitely believe that a white supremacy is promoted by a lot of so-called dark-skinned people or non-white people because they just believe the lies. And I do think, uh, again, I'm Brother Seth, and I also equally agree that a lot of our white brothers and sisters actually are not white supremacists because they know better. Uh, white supremacy is a person that actually believe, I mean, really honestly believe that whites are superior in some way, be it thought, speech, or action. And they may give us uh, traditional access to sports and traditional access that they give the black men, black woman, to entertainment. Uh, so, but yes, they'll say we're superior or we're really good in those areas. But uh, uh, a lot of people that believe that we are definitely a so-called blacks are definitely uh, 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 not as good as whites is so-called blacks themselves. So this is what we're doing on Tuesday night. I might also going to give a plug, get a plug out to the to our shows on Tuesday night. This is what Brother Seth is talking about in his new upcoming book, The Systemic of Lies, the, the Systemic Lies of White Supremacy. Our world's ruling religion, one more time, the systemic lies of white supremacy, our world's ruling religion. And so this is what we're talking about on, on Tuesday night. So having said that, brothers and sisters, it's very important that, uh, you know, bear with me. One, let me get a little sip of this coffee. Just bear with me, everybody. Just bear with your brother. Kind of doing solo tonight, kind of like we used to, for the first, I guess, two or three years on Blog Talk Radio. Um, just one moment. Okay, this coffee is not as hot as I like it. But anyway, so I just want to kind of just kind of uh, talk about a few things that's on my spirit Pressing on my spirit, and these are some of the topics. And so, but just to kind of finish up what I was talking about here, um, brothers and sisters, listen, I do not want to be part of a subculture, I don't want to be part of anything these days that the father is not saying, either we are. Um, Either we're going to be who the Father said we're going to be, or, or really there isn't an option. We have got to be what the Father has called us to be. It's just that simple, uh, brothers and sisters, because uh, like I say, this thing that we have grown up to uh, believe uh, that we are um, black people and black people are very good athletically and black people are this and black people do that more so than a lot of our white brothers and sisters. And, uh, I'm not buying a lot of these lies, brothers and sisters. i noticed the things outstanding about us. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is a lot of things that I- I'm saying we're more. I'm not saying we're not the things that we have uh, uh, invented, not The accomplishments we've made. I'm not saying we're not that. I'm just saying we're far more than that. And uh, I don't like the statement we're just as good as the white man. Uh, I believe that I am made in the image and likeness of the Father. And um, there is no telling, brothers and sisters, what you and I can do, really. I mean, really, all jokes aside, there is no telling. The mind cannot comprehend what a lot of us can do if we would just trust what the Most High is saying with regards to who we are, what we are able to do, and here's a good one, what we actually possess. Because I believe that a lot of times when the Father is going to cause us uh, or, or enable us to do a great work. A lot of times, uh, resources are coming from someone else that believe in us, that believe in the calling of the Father's put in our life, and they will take it upon themselves to finance things. And so, I mean, isn't that a part of your uh, resources? And yet, um, You know, we think we don't have anything. We think we're powerless. We think we are, are just poor, a lot of us. And so I like to say it like this. I am what the Most High Yah or the Most High Yahweh say I am. Whatever that is, however way that looks to him, that's what I am. That's what you are. You're not even what. You think you are. You are who the Father says you are. You can buy into these lies that the world gives you or Satan gives you or your flesh gives you, but the truth is, the really real, real truth, all jokes aside, you are who the Father says you are. And here's another one. You can do what the Father says you can do. Truly, brothers and sisters, so, and then, of course, last, um, hold on, let me hit this. I'm going to hit that a little hard, actually. Let's go along these again. We are, brothers and sisters, who the Father says we are. We are who the Father says we are. Okay, we can do what the Father says we can do. It's just that simple. He knows us. He manufactured us. He he constructed us. now this is this is one way to break out of white supremacy just by simply turning off all of what they're saying, be it social media, newspapers, all types of media. We need to get quiet somewhere where we're to seek the Father and let him just, uh Reveal to us who we are, because again, only He knows what we are capable of doing. He really, He really, really, really is the only one that knows that. And then, um, also, what we have or what we possess. So I tell my brothers and sisters, and my uh, uh, my wife and, and children, that when I get depressed. Uh, when I get lonely, when I get uh, just in a bad place, I pretty much uh, go to the park or something like that where I can really think. And I pretty much say these things that I'm saying. I don't know who this is for, um, but I believe that with this blog going all over the world, really, because you know, this is Blog Talk Radio and our shows are heard all over the world. Maybe a lot, not a lot of times, but it is heard in the Ukraine. Our shows are heard in Chad. Our shows are heard in Ghana. Our shows are heard in Australia. So you have to be careful what you say. So I'm very, very serious about tonight's open forum. As we are not stuck on any one topic, I just want to nail down once more what I'm trying to articulate here. We as so-called African Americans have been lied to, tricked into a subculture. We've been tricked into something that we are not. We're settling. Here's a better word. We're settling for something that is not of the Most High, not of the Most High said. And so, what's happening is, if you uh, let others de- uh, define you, you find yourself what I call an invention. And this is where. You hear, the, hear this term that, uh um, well, let me say it like this. Let's say it like Louis Farrakhan said it. And I don't always agree with Louis Farrakhan, but I have to agree with him here profoundly. He made the statement that uh, God made man, power made niggas. And that's what I'm trying to get at. We have become an invention of these people. There are literally people still on the earth who have foreparents that was a part of this social construct that's creating creating a something called race, basing it on skin color, which is totally unbiblical. Uh, no such thing as a race based upon strictly a skin color. Uh um, so we start there, and uh, we begin to hear, uh, uh, they begin to bombard us with examples of how um, this people classify this white, which is a social construct. Years later, I'm fast-forwarding. So now in 2023, we find ourselves believing, some of us, that whites just have a better angle or a better way of doing this or doing that. And uh, blacks have a, an, inferior, an, an inferior position uh, 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 to, to our white uh, brothers and sisters. So you look up and you, you, you buy into this, you accept it, you have songs about it, you have culture about it, and you teach it to your kids, and you look up, and then we have this inferior black culture that we hate now. So brothers and sisters, tonight, uh, this afternoon, rather, I thought I would just kind of do an open forum just just talk about some things that concerns me about this this particular topic. Um I want to hit a few more things and then we'll go to the phone lines. So if y'all have questions, if not, I'm just going to keep going like I used to do brothers and sisters. So this weekend I've heard some news uh not just uh, about this Rashid young man in in uh, Mississippi, but just a lot of things that's got me really i'm beginning to hate what people call blackness I'm beginning to hate i guess what I'm hating is the fact that we're settling for this 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 this, this social construct this this um what's the word I'm looking for how oh, brothers and sisters these lies these deception and this ignorance, uh, again, lies is 100% wrong information, and deception is half and half. And then, of course, ignorance is no information. And uh, this is pretty much where our people are at with regards to who they are, what they actually have to work with, that the fathers say they have that is. And keep in mind, uh, when we talk about what we have, we have the most high. I mean if if, if the when one scripture says it like this, the Father be for us, really and truly for us, who can be against us? Who can be against us? So I wanna uh take a little short little break, brothers and sisters. Uh just a little break here. I uh wanna uh rebuke my second my computer screen here. Just uh, need to take a little short break. And I want to come back and finish up with something else that's on my, my heart. Finish up this and then finish up some other uh, 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 table topics or some other things that's on my heart. Been on my heart this weekend. And uh, so this show is going to provide both, not only therapy for me, but uh, I believe that the truth that the Father's been given me by the Spirit will be a blessing as well. But let's do that after we come back from uh, the short break. Again, tune to the Fox on Network. I'm Brother Seth. And that's just a lot on my heart, brothers and sisters. I thought I would do an open forum on today's uh, Sunday episode um, talking about, again, uh, subcultures and black, so-called black people buying into uh, subcultures, including whites as well. I mean, they may be doing better than we are in areas, but it, it's, they're still a part of something that's not, uh, so, wholesome, something wholesome. So, anyway, um. Oh, and I, I did mention to forget uh, to mention fail to mention, that we definitely do have over 500 shows. Uh, please remember when we are off the air uh, that you can continue listening to uh, our shows. When I say I, I'm talking about myself and co-hosts that have come on over the years. You can hear them and what we have. Uh, created uh, by way of uh, simply Googling uh, Five Swing on Blog Talk Radio. This will bring you to uh, our website, and you will have over 21 pages of very, very informative and powerful shows by myself and or um, our co-hosts as well. All right? So don't forget that, brothers and sisters. So let's take a little break. And, again, I just can't thank you enough for your time. Be right back, brothers and sisters.
3: We don't know why. know why And we fail but, but we, we never, never try. try And life gets all the i a
2: your spirit, control every part of my life and all the drama, even through the pain, even through the problems, I'ma still praise your name, I got a little testimony, wanna tell you about it devil tried to bring me down, knock me off the mountain. I told my mom about it, she just started singing, shouting. Said my blessings coming soon, flowing like a fountain. Your face stronger through your trials and your tribulations. But give it all to God, a little time, a little patience. Name it, claim it, your joy coming in the morning time. Keep this on your mind, even on your grind. Take him with you everywhere you go to keep your soul fed. She rubbed some blessed oil on my forehead. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, take control. Make him whole, joy coming full, Day is uh, open forum And no certain things on the table We're just talking about uh, some things that's been On Brother Seth's heart and uh, Again we'll one big time so listen I just want To remind everybody that on uh, On Tuesdays I have been talking about A work I'm, I'm in the process of doing And I'm not trying to sell A book as I was y'all know me I've done a long time ago I'm not trying to sell a book I'm trying to resurrect a nation And I've been doing this since uh, probably 1991, resurrecting a nation. What does that mean? I have been trying to convince African-Americans, number one, they are not who they say we are. For those of you that don't know, I'm so-called African-American. And I've been trying to convince this nation of people that we are not who they say we are. Somebody lies, and somebody told a big lie. Folks, we are Israelites, and even if you don't believe that whole thing, you don't want want to know part of it, I understand. But you should listen to some people talk about proof of that because we are the people of that Bible that make us from slaves with no records of us, pretty much with this fractured History, not able to trace ourselves to nothing but slave ships, we go from that to the most documented people on the face of the earth. I said we go from slaves, a no name, with no origin, wearing the names of Europeans, we go from that to pure royalty. The Israelites was a royal people because the Most High that created the heavens and the earth had a personal relationship with them. This is found in the book of Amos, chapter 3, verse 2, where he says, the Father says, of all the nations of the earth, you have I known. That word known is a very intimate word, as many of you know. He only knew this people intimately, and he promised their forefathers, uh, the forefather Abraham, that he would make his seed great. And so he talked about how he would make a covenant, a, 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 a promise to never totally cast down this people, never do away with them, in other words. There's a lot that he, the Most High, spoke to, uh, or, or, or should I say the Father, the God of the Old Testament, when he when he spoke to Abraham, Father Abraham, let him know that by his faith, Abraham's faith, which was counted unto Abraham as righteous according to the Bible. And this is what why the Bible says that Abraham pleased God because of his faith. But he promised Father Abraham, made a covenant with him, that his seed would be as the stars. And we have learned, come to know what that means. This is the Israelites. This is the people that introduced, really reintroduced, might I add, the Most High to the earth, to the planet. This is, while the scripture calls Israel the Most High's eldest son, the Father's eldest son, because uh, the laws was given, the statutes was given to this people. So I believe that African Americans are these people, one of the lost tribes. That was 12, uh, uh, but one of the lost tribes was definitely, uh, I believe, uh, African Americans. And why do I say that? Because we live out the prophecies. So I won't take this opportunity to go into what all those prophecies and, and things that he said that was going to happen to those people are because we that's all we talk about on this show. So if you don't know. If you haven't heard that, not a problem. Just simply Google Five Smooth Stones blog, talk radio, and just uh, also type in uh, black Hebrews or biblical Israelites, or Hebrew Israelites, and you'll get over. I know a good forty shows, two two hours of pop. Where we are really, really going into proof of us being the people of the book. So if that's the case, brothers and sisters, that brings me back to the topic I was uh, talking about before we went on break, and that is people toying with our lives. Saying this is what an African American is And that is what an African American is And black people do this and black people do that I'm talking about African Americans right now So we have allowed the media And these uh, uh, education centers in America and these uh, Be it religious or, uh, or, or, or non-religious educational centers To dictate to us what is black? Uh, we've allowed Hollywood. Here's a good one. We've allowed Hollywood to di- dictate to us what exactly is black. And I think we've been lied to. I think we need to curse all of it. I'm talking about from what they say our diet is. And I'm not going to say curse the people, uh, our forefathers, that did know no better and that practiced all these things and thought that being black mean you got to make chickens and all this stuff. You know, I'm not saying curse them. But I'm saying we gotta just 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 understand that when you know better, you when you when you know better, you, how does it go? You do better when you know better. So, folks we're Israelites, and we've got to return to our way of thinking, our forefathers' way of thinking prior to those slave shifts. So, brother seth been on a campaign ever since about 1991 to do just that. By going on stations like WCVG in Cincinnati and WCIN and, and taking people to Israel and just being a, a constant source of information, be it these blogs on, on, on Blog Talk Radio or my personal life, I've just always been sharing, reaching, I believe, thousands with this information. What information? The information that African Americans are one of the lost tribes of Israel, and to get them to return back to their God, back to their Savior, and uh, and uh, by way of Christ, and uh, and to start listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit and following the Holy Spirit, keeping the the the, the laws, the uh, statutes that the Father has for us today. So much stuck in the Old Testament, which we. Uh, 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 don't do away with. We just fulfill the righteousness that our uh, uh, that our forefathers of the Old Testament uh, was about. We understand that Christ have come and gave us a better way to the heart of the Most High. And so, yes, we keep the law, so to speak. Uh, we do keep laws. We actually keep more laws. I think we should keep more laws. The Bible talks about us keeping more commandments than. Are, are Put it like this, the Bible talks about us obeying the Holy Spirit, and we believe the Holy Spirit is the one that inspired humans to write the Levitical laws. So there's no way in the world, if you're following the Holy Spirit, you're going to not be following the laws. So this is just one of the things we talk about. Again, simply Google Files and on Blog Talk Radio of Hebrew Israelites, and you'll be able to get over over 40 shows of us talking about the Israelites from different angles. So today, what's happening today, brother, sister? What's happening today? We have open forum here, and our Brother Seth is just sharing some things that's on his heart. I want to move, take a little deeper, go a little further with this conversation and, and talk about um, what can you do? what can you do what can you do brothers and sisters there's so much going on in our world it's very easy to just say man it's just too too much going on i can't do nothing i'm hopeless uh we just have to just make do until uh, you know till the kingdom comes uh, until till to the most christ brings about a change that is not what the father told us to do brothers and sisters it do feel like that's our only option sometimes Listen, brothers and sisters, scripture says, the scripture says, for lo, I give you power to tread upon serpents. I said to tread upon ser- uh, serpents, serpents, and over all the powers. Of the enemy now listen to that scripture Christ says First of all You got to know what happened When Christ died And ascended up and To be with the father The bible says He said to his angels Worship him <laughs> Not over him the father But He did tell them to worship him. And he said to the son, sit here on my right hand of power until I make your enemies your footstool. How is he going to do that? The Bible says he gave Christ all power in heaven and in earth. So how is he going to make the enemies his footstool? Through the counsel of the Most High, Yah, Yahweh, two different beings. So you have the Most High, nothing higher than him. Nobody, he's no, he has no equals in terms of power and wisdom. So he says to the son, sit here on my right hand. Then the Bible says that, and I'm coming out of Luke 10 and 19, where it talks about, behold, I give you power. I give you authority. To tread on snakes and on serpents And on all the power of the enemy One more time Luke 10 and nineteen says Behold I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions And over all the power of the enemy Now some of you say that don't mean literal uh, uh, Because you know people be questioning the Bible They don't mean literal serpents and scorpions Brother If you remember, the apostle Paul had was bit by a viper, and he literally shut the viper off into the fire. I mean, without any harm done to him. So my point is, brothers and sisters, Christ has given us power, authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power, all the power of the enemy. And then he has given us, he, that's one scripture, but it gets more in details when they talk about how the Holy Spirit was sent up on the earth to lead and guide us into our truth. So there's no reason to feel like there's just no truth or, you know, you can't know the truth because the Bible said the Holy Spirit was sent up on the earth to illuminate and educate us about who the Father is. And Christ said it, that he, the Holy Spirit, will lead and guide us into all truth. That's the most important thing Christ said that. That's what I was really, really trying to say with that. Y'all got a breath. I'm we doing two things here one time. I got this mind in my ear. But the big thing is this Holy Spirit, not only just uh, leading guys into truth, but it's, it's called one of the names of this Spirit that's been sent upon the earth. It's called the Comforter. And some of you, I know I do at times, definitely need this comforting because of what we are seeing with our eyes. Brothers and sisters, we need comforter. And so we need the Holy Spirit. This is real, brothers and sisters. The Holy Spirit will comfort you. The Holy Spirit will comfort you. And some of you are so messed up right now with what's going on around you in your world, and you just don't see no hope. Well, the Holy Spirit was sent to the earth. One of his main jobs is to comfort us comfort us. Uh, and in addition to comforting us, actually you could say it like this one of the ways he comforts us is through these nine gifts of the Spirit that he has given us to be able to tread again upon serpents and and on scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. So I kind of hit this last show and I'm going to talk about a little bit more this show, but there are definitely nine gifts of the spirit uh, that uh, definitely uh, does not leave us powerless for real. I mean, this is actually like the most high himself on the earth acting out and this is the most high it is us if we submit to the most high i mean we i guess i'm trying to say we can be as the most high to degree and that he gave us his spirit and when that spirit rise up in us because we are uh, keeping ourselves uh, untainted from the world and we're staying close to the father the holy spirit can easily get access to us uh and impart unto us nine gifts of spirit i want y'all to hear this really quickly these gifts of the spirit but some of y'all just feel like we just just don't have no power and uh you know this network brothers and sisters we get a lot of what we call hebrew israelites listening so we have a lot of brothers and sisters that let's say we are the israelites and uh so i want to address a lot of the hopelessness i see Even among them Again they have a great grand uh, Revelation that the father gave them Of who they are in the flesh Uh, Of course we know that don't trump uh, Who are in the spirit Trumps anything uh, That we are In the flesh No matter how great we are Every single nation No matter how great their accomplishments Or how powerful they were In history it's, It's counted as dung when you line it up against uh who we are in the spirit, what we have inherited in the spirit, the righteousness that was given to us by the Father in the Spirit. Again, I know I may be sense some uh I may sound a little complicated to some of you, but I believe that when we was born again, brothers and sisters, just a little side road that when we believed in what the scriptures uh says about this 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 God and it's Christ, and we begin to accept the Father by way of Christ's testimony of the Father. We begin to accept and receive, receive uh, the Father in our homes, and our hearts. Folks, at that moment, we are born again, and the Bible talks about this Holy Spirit that comes upon us, and that uh, we have to invite it in, though, because it's, it's, it's like a gentleman. It's not going to force its way, but we have to invite it in. Once we do, uh these spirits, um, I mean, these nine gifts of the spirit can be manifested once we submit ourselves to the Father. That is, y'all got to bear with me. I'm not 100%. I don't know if y'all can figure it out, but I'm a little bit not 100%. So I may repeat myself, but nevertheless, this information I got to get out. But listen, if you have your Bibles, you can go ahead and turn to 2nd um, excuse me, 1 Corinthians uh, 12, 1 Corinthians 12. I want to just share with y'all some serious power we have uh, to the degree that if anybody have this type of power. They literally uh, could shake up the world. And this is what's in us all day, every day, uh, believers, if we would just believe. So uh, 1 Corinthians twelve. I'll allow y'all a few more minutes to get that while I sip on this coffee. You gotta read this. This is gonna blow you away, brothers so and sisters. sip a little bit of this coffee, we'll be right back. Okay. First Corinthians twelve, again, this is talking about the gifts of the spirit. If you if if y'all um are able to have that ready if you're there Folks, just think for a second. The Father has made it to where regular everyday Joe Blows can literally walk himself dead. Think about that for a minute. The Father has made provisions for the Holy Spirit. For us to be embodied by the Holy Spirit and under the unction of the Holy Spirit to the degree the Holy Spirit can speak to us something called a word of wisdom. Get your pen out, brothers and sisters, and just write one to nine all of these gifts. Trying to show Talk to that person that feels so heavy and hopeless. You know, I get that way sometimes. Myself, if I forget about what I'm about to share with y'all, I get that way too. It just seems like that we're just hopeless. But we are not hopeless. We are not hopeless, brothers and sisters. And we're not in the hands of the American uh, education system or the American media. Or the American, uh, uh, any any anything coming against uh, us as a nation of people to cause us to be sub, uh, just listen what the Father's given us. Okay, Father's placed in us the Spirit, uh, and it manifests in nine different ways. One of the things that manifests, that manifests is through a word of knowledge, of word of knowledge. This is when. You are minding your own business. Now, keep in mind you have to live a chaste life and you have to not do things to where your conscience is going to be condemning you because you have to be in faith, uh, as you know. So uh, keeping sin out of your life, again, you're not justified in as far as you can't go before the Most High just based upon uh, your works. You have to be uh, uh, go through the blood of Christ or go through who Christ is. All right? Um, Just one second, everybody. Just one little second here. Okay. Let me just make sure. Yeah, so brothers and sisters, we get this word of knowledge that can pop up anytime uh, when we're chaste or when we're living close to the Father or when we're prayed up like we need to be or when we're in constant prayer with the Father or when we're studying our Word. I should say, and we're studying our word and spending quiet time with the Father. We do the kinds of things like this that would cause our spirit and, and fasting. That's probably the biggest of all of them, fasting and prayer. So when we're doing these types of things, we oftentimes will be used of the spirit that will rise up in us and give us this thing called a word of knowledge. Now, word of knowledge, I'll talk about that one first. Is this ability to know something that you didn't necessarily study for, know something that you may not have ever heard anything about in your entire life, but yet you go from zero to having keen understanding about something. It's just a gift that's imported in you by the Holy Spirit. Now, I do believe it's going to be have something to do with promoting the Father's kingdom, but... This is amazing that a person can be minding their own minding their own business, and something drops into their spirit, and they know some other there is a knowing. And uh, I've I've had people uh, testify about this gift in their life, how they were uh, living a chaste life or really close to God and trying to obey Him, and that the spirit moved upon them, and they was able to. Uh, uh learn about a car almost instantly they was they was given uh, mechanical abilities and they knew zero about cars so they was given this ability they was given that Over the years i've heard many people talk about the gift of knowledge uh that was just dropped on them so again this is one of the things we have as new testament believers in christ another gift uh, that has been given to us has been what we call a word of wisdom. Some people just call it wisdom. Now, knowledge is one thing, but wisdom is something completely different. Uh, But they're minding their own business, and they they may even have knowledge of a matter, but they don't know which way to go with it. They may know how something works, but they may not know which way to go with it. This is where knowledge, I mean, excuse me, wisdom comes in, Uh, To uh, help us to better uh, Work the knowledge that's already in us Okay So again uh, We have knowledge and Now wisdom So this is a, a Gift Gift is something you can't work for Gift is just something Given to you So these are things that have been given to you The Father when we're submitted to the Father Okay So then Scripture talks about another gift, and this is called discerning of spirits. <laughs>
4: now, discerning
2: of spirits is the one gift that I've been used in, and I won't go into details for time's sake, but just know Brother Seth has been used in this particular gift, discerning of spirits. Now, this is where <laughs> some of you that really love the Father and uh, um, can... Um, Hey, yes. So much going through me right now Brothers and sisters Discerning of spirits have to do with Like I said you're minding your own business And you're going about your way And because you are living that chaste life You, you have that, that quiet time with the Father You're reading your scriptures And uh, you're praying uh, You're fasting You may get this gift The Holy Spirit may come up Inside of you And, and minister this gift Or you'll be able to um, See and perceive spirits in people I mean, it'll be You'll be more confident of that Just as confident of that as you are your name This won't be a thing where you'll be questioning What you are discerning You will know beyond a shadow of doubt That uh, this particular person is being uh, influenced by a devil Okay, it's called a discerning of spirits And uh, it's powerful I'm reminded of a scripture uh, where Apostle Paul was sharing, and there was a, a, a lady that spoke out and said, while the apostles were preaching, this lady spoke out and said, "These are men of God that comes us that come to show us the way." There's nothing wrong with what she said. She said, "These are men of God that come to show us the way." Now, the average person, believer or not. Would not see no harm in that But the apostle Paul got What you call a discerning Of spirits to rise up in him And he was able to See uh, A spirit in this person He said to her come out her, her you foul Spirit Now that is deep but that is what you Call a discerning of spirit that the father Gives us again It, it uh it comes upon us. All right. Thankful to the most high for that. But another gift brothers and sisters is something called a working of miracles. Working of miracles. Now working of miracles is probably the most dramatic out of all of these. Uh because hold on a second. Working of miracles can be anything. Anything. This is where the Holy Spirit again comes upon us, cause we are chased. We're living a chase life. We're spending the quiet time with the Father. We are, are reading our Word. We are we are studying the Bible, and uh, 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 giving that quiet time with the with the uh, with the Father. And so the Spirit comes upon you, brothers and sisters, and you're able to work a miracle when one is needed perhaps somebody's friend and asking fathers for uh, help. And, and some of us could be led to this particular person and no telling what they are going to need, but they're definitely going to need a miracle. This is when the father uh, allowed his spirit to rise up and um, uh, meet that need by way of a miracle. I mean, I've heard stories over the years since I was a child about, this particular gift uh, uh, Something happening Somebody say It was definitely a miracle I've been hearing about this forever And uh, again This is something you don't study for I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not saying be, Don't be a student or anything I'm just talking about those um, I'm just talking about miracles brothers and sisters. Again I'm not talking about Something goes for you You become uh, protected and uh no i'm not talking about anything that we can go and help the miracle i'm talking about the father causing it to be something where that were uh you will be able to say now that was a miracle something uncomprehensible, something that is just baffles the mind so another um again tell us the nine gifts of the spirit another area of the gift of the spirit is something called tongues and interpretation of tongues. Now, this is where the Father actually used our bodies like antennas, or like um, He literally, by the Spirit, that is, speaks through us in this foreign language. And, and, when, you know, the Bible talks about how we don't know how to pray as we ought, but the Holy Spirit making groans for us that cannot be uttered. There are times when we just don't know what to pray for. But we know we need to pray. Well, <laughs> if the Father loves us like we believe he does and we don't know how to pray as we ought, I thank him for this gift where literally the Holy Spirit, when you yield yourself to consecrated living, uh, again, getting into the word, uh, getting into the word and staying in the word, uh, uh, keeping sin out of our life, uh, keeping our conscience clean, and just inviting the Holy Spirit into our heart, mind, and body. Folks, the Father can Speak through you, listener, through tongues. I mean, tongues. Speaking in tongues. One uh, of these days we're going to do a show now with, and, and, and give a whole lot more details on that because this is something you just hardly ever see in the church. So Satan has been successful with discouraging believers to speak. Are to desire to speak in tongues, and uh, to be honest, I'm stepping on my own toe here because I have spoken in tongues, but I've been so carnal uh, uh, these last years in my life—not the last years, but I mean, just a—you know—been so uh, uh, lacking confidence. I've been so um, caught up in too much world it's as godly as, as I am And that a lot of brothers and sisters Some of y'all really feel like brothers Have just really got me together This is something that I don't have together I don't speak in tongues As Pastor Paul said I speak in tongues more than y'all The Bible talks about how uh, uh, How the spirit can With, with groanings that cannot be uttered He can speak through us and just for instance, somebody can be having an emergency uh, uh, next door to you. You may not even know about it. Uh, and the Spirit will move on you know, a lot of times to pray in tongues. And I believe the Holy Spirit speaks through those tongues to the Father. It's kind of deep. Uh, but we're going to have to do a show on, on uh, for sure, uh, tongues. But not only is there tongues where you're speaking when nobody understands, but there's also this opportunity uh where you speak, interpreter. So just imagine you're in church. I actually seen this. If I got a dollar for every time I've seen people go off in tongues and they get an interpretation, I would be by you and I both dinner, whoever you are listener. I'm serious. Tongues is real. Now, do it get crazy? Yes, it gets crazy. Everything gets crazy with people. It's always been, always people who think it's tongues, it's calling it tongues. It's not. There's a lot of people that uh kind of faking it, they wanted it so bad I was mind'm reminded of a coworker that was talking about how his brother wanted uh, to speak in tongues so bad uh, young young people is uh, uh, young teenagers, and they wanted it because they they saw the power that people had older than them, and the coworker of mine was telling them how that <laughs> He had this one brother that was just, he wanted he just, he just wanted it so bad. He would just sometimes fake it and act like he's uh, speaking in tongues and kind of playing, you know. But I'm talking about real, live tongues where you are submitted to the Father and you're just getting out of, uh, this is your quiet time when you get away from the world just for a while, and this is where you're speaking in an unknown tongue. I mean, just, and how the Father Will uh, um, What can I say But like I say This is when When you pay the dues Let me just say it like this brothers and sisters. When you pay the dues uh, When I say things like Get away from the world I don't mean going in a cave And I just mean get away from the your regular routine of uh, you know the Bible talks about how Christ would steal away to pray that's all I'm saying when you when you able to uh steal away and pray and get that quiet time in and just like I said just listening to what the Father is saying to you, seeking his heart, seeking his heart, seeking his heart, brother, the Holy Spirit can definitely use your body or if someone else speak in tongues and you're in an assembly type of a uh, the uh, situation He can use uh, One person to speak in tongues And then another person to Interpret what that person just said Now I know a lot of y'all Kind of listen to this blog Like like I don't know about that We probably don't know about it Okay but it's real And it's probably one of the most powerful Of the nine gifts because Your body's being used almost like an antenna You're speaking uh, Mysteries The Holy Spirit's Speak it through you So anyway Let's talk about some of these other gifts Now the gift of prophecy Is one of the most coveted gifts Everybody wants this gift because This is when you're able to get Insight that you didn't work for None of these gifts you work for Because they are what? Gifts But this is where the Holy Spirit Comes upon you and you're able to Understand the Bible especially in the future, you're able to see uh, what is going to happen. Uh, you are able to just get insight from the scriptures that others just don't, because, again, this is the gift of the spirit. It's is not, um, anyway. So prophecy is powerful. Many people want to know about eschatology or the end times and this is where this is where I mean, just think about it brothers just for a second. This is now businessmen are are taking note of what I'm about to say. Now they want to hear from uh, people that a lot of the world respect as prophets uh, because they want these prophets to tell them uh, whether it's going to befall the country or what's going to befall the international market or what's going to befall this or what's going to befall that. So when a person get a word of knowledge and prophecy, it'd be just that, a word of knowledge and prophecy. And they're able to see things and say things that rattle uh, a lot of business uh, businessmen. Okay. Um, let, me, let me give you an example. <laughs> What are you going to do, brothers and sisters? What do you think would have happened if someone would have prophesied that COVID-19 uh, was coming? If businessmen could have some kind of way uh, really trusted uh, someone, of course, now this is as a spirit will when this thing, when the spirit rises up in a person to to, to interpret prophecy. But I guess what I'm trying to say is what do you think the businesses of, of America would have did if they got insight on COVID nineteen before it happens through a prophet that was used of the gifts of the spirit? Figure that out. Think a lot of uh, uh, a lot of technology today, and we're thinking how invincible it looks. And but there are some prophets that can see the fall of nations. And some even it don't have to always be what the nation's going through. It can be prophet can see something in in someone's home, something that's to happen, something that's coming. Prophets, like I say, prophecies, these gifts is one of the most coveted things. uh, um, Bear with me. One moment. Get a sip of this coffee, y'all. My throat is kind of dry here. But like I was saying, prophecy is one of those things that seem like everybody wants. Everybody seems to want that. Everybody want to be a prophecy. Everybody wants their gifts. But like I said, these are gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, that the Holy Spirit can use us any time he wants uh, to uh, demonstrate. Um and another one is uh, the the last one is a gift of faith. Now that gift actually mo- uh, many of you have already experienced that gift when you came to cuz you had to have faith to believe that Christ came to this earth number 1 And the man died you have to believe that and then he was he rose again. Now You have to believe that in order to be salvaged, and that was the first thing uh, uh, many of you received was the free gift of faith. You had to believe, and that faith that you believed, that you used to believe in Christ was not something of your own working. This had been a gift from God to illuminate you to the degree you would believe that, yes, I believe I wasn't there. But you would say, I wasn't there, but I believe. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Uh, it's a gift. But there's other times this gift of faith come up because as you live your life, brothers and sisters, you know you have to be praying always in faith. And y'all know some of us not doing that because we have so much sin in our life and our conscience is condemning us and we just don't have faith. But brothers and sisters, Know this, know this, brothers and sisters. We need this gift. We need this gift because what we can do is intercede for our children and intercede for ourselves. Uh, we can pray for ourselves. We can pray for our children. Pray for me. We need to be able to operate in faith, no matter what. So this is why it's important. Stay close to the Father with. Like I said, quiet time and reading this word, and and, and even singing and making melody in your hearts the Bible talks about, very important, very important uh, that we have this gift of faith. So these are the nine gifts of the Spirit that the believer have. So how in God's name, earth, brothers and sisters, that we have time to feel despondent or discouraged when we have straight up power? Not to mention. Uh, to mention also that we have been given angels, literal angels, to wait on us for, for lack of a better term. To, Bible says that the angels were given, were sent to us that be heirs of salvation. that they're ministering spirits those of us to be heirs of salvation. One more time. The Bible talks about angels have been dispatched throughout the whole earth to the believers, to those to be heirs of salvation. One more time. Angels have sent they have been called ministering spirits to help protect you and me They are real You may say I never heard it, Never heard none of that Okay fine Just because you never heard something Never experienced it Don't mean it, it don't exist We have angels that have been sent to the earth To help us by way of protection But I believe a lot of times when we get that voice to say, don't go here, don't go there, we find out the next day that there was a shooting or somebody got killed at that location we were supposed to go. I think that was angels a lot of times because they're spirits, and they're speaking to us.
0: Uh, 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 I
2: believe angels speak to us saying, go here, go there. Because even in the book of Acts, which is our blueprint, Many times we would see the apostles. They, angel, will, will come into their. Uh, uh, they would see these angels, and they would give them directions on where to go. And it's kind of what I'm talking about. Again. All right, Let me take another sip of this coffee, y'all. Along. So, anyway, you've turned to the 5-6-Stone Network, as brother says. I'm just firing away at, uh, again, this hopelessness, kind of like a piggybacking off last week's show. we just kind of jumping around, li- really, on this open forum. But last week's show, I did do a lot of encouraging uh, to brothers and sisters that seem to be so hopeless about uh, what's going on, y'all. There's a lot of, lot of things going on in our world right now, and, I mean, it ain't just no... Uh, um one area is a lot of different things uh in the in, in the schools in the churches, and churches and and on the street you know uh and it seems like it's a lot of people that are not coming for because they're afraid a lot of people are not coming forward again because they're afraid but there's a lot a lot a lot of things coming at us but I still believe with the gifts of the Spirit, the Spirit is able to buy. Uh, the Spirit is able to. Uh, hold on a second, everybody. Uh, uh, folks, if you want to uh, get in on the action, again, don't forget to press one. Uh, if you're listening online and you want to uh, speak but you don't have the phone number, let me just give it to you real quick nine one four two zero five five. Again, 914 205 55 Just want to say to everybody Folks, be encouraged uh, Not because of you, though Not because of just you But because of what's working in you Not just because of just you Be encouraged because of who You know They say it ain't what you know is who you know There's some truth to that in the spirit As well as in the flesh uh, We know the most high And we know His Christ And we know this Holy Spirit That's been sent upon the earth And folks we're not powerless We are not powerless We may be in error in doctrine Or we can't quite see out of iron Doctrine or something like that But the Father has given us all we need. He's given us all we need to be successful, to be an overcomer, and to to, to uh, have given us this joy. Uh, I guess I'm trying to say is the Father has given us enough attention, uh, enough power, enough uh, uh, authority to reign as a king, really, where we're at in our life right now. And I just come to agree, I come to believe rather that, I don't think we believe the scriptures. I just don't think we sometimes believe the scriptures. I think it's just too much. So... To make sure I've covered everything, the Father, I want to thank the Father at this time. I just want to take a little time and just thank the Father for all that he has done, all that he is doing in my life you know i uh i i, I still say I know some of y'all tired of me saying this, but i still think I'm in a valley. I'm not operating on all cylinders like Brother Seth can do I think i'm um, operating. If there's six cylinders, I think I'm operating on maybe three. I feel like a lot of power and things I'm not walking in myself. But I tell you this. I tell you this. The enemy is a liar in my life. And I know it. And I thank the Father for letting me see that I am not. I am not. Who they say I am I said I am not Who they say I am I am fearfully And wonderfully made And I thank the Father for placing Seth Turner in Christ And giving him The gift of righteousness And making him righteous And making him one With Christ And making him powerful I thank the Father For all that he has done and what he is doing, what he is, I just, I'm just so thankful brothers and sisters tonight for just what the father has done with me. And I mean, I mean, I'm so thankful for the most high. Um, just give me a second. I want to make sure I'm covering everything, but uh, the father has, people in my life. Uh uh in my personal life, you know, even on my job and and uh even uh roundabout in the neighborhood. He placed some people, some key people in my life that understand that word and we sharpen each other. Then uh, also co hosts on Blog talk radio, some of these people are my friends not as close as some other friends, but they are still yet friends, and we share we uh let's just start with brothers and sisters. yeah there's been people in my life that have rebuked me uh for correction uh they have uh 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 lovingly pray for me, uh, uh, lovingly covered me in prayer. And uh, I've had some beautiful people over the years to help. And I'm talking about all types of people, all persuasions, so-called white people, so-called black people and other ethnic groups, really lifting me up and loving on me. And, and, And this is one reason I do these blogs even when I'm tired, when I'm not feeling 100% like today Because I know that some of you is feeling what I'm saying You're feeling that hopelessness And you also know what the scripture says about us having this power And you never put the two and two together Maybe you never quite heard it the way I heard it I'm just trying and hoping that these broadcasts will be a blessing to, uh, to to many of you Because, folks, we got the power My God, we got the power and if you don't have the power, well, I understand. Neither do I. But it's who we know. It's almost like a, a young, a young brother go get his bigger brother. It, does he really have any problems with his little friends? If there's a does a first grader really have problems when he got a brother in the sixth grade? Can't handle problems. Sixth grader friend is
0: gonna.
2: I mean, a sixth grader brother is gonna take care of all his enemies. So it's kind of. Kind of like what we're at. We're in a situation where we got mere men under the influence of Satan, influencing our education, just unporting our children's mind with this whole sex identity thing just looming over all of our heads. You got COVID-19 still on the horizon. You got uh, police, you got Instead of police shootings now, you're getting this decapitation reports, and you're getting all types of crazy things that these folks is doing, still doing to us. Yeah, it can be overwhelming. Got these kids as narcissists. You can't tell these kids nothing. They think money is everything. You got worship worshiping money. You got the adults worshiping money. It is very easy to throw in the towel. Brothers and sisters, why would you do that? This is one of the greatest times. Of African Americans' life. The African, the so called black man and woman in America. This got to be one of the most funniest times and joyous times because we can see clearly now why we're in America. We used to not know that. But now we know that those slave ships were called by the most high to, to come and get the slaves and bring them to this land. We can see clearly, clearly. Why? So many things just happened to African Americans because they are indeed a chosen people. The Bible says his eyes are upon them no matter where they go. And so we can see that we have just fulfilled prophecy. All these things that happen to us are just fulfilling prophecy. And where we, um, how can I cannot say it. Yeah, I'll just, so listen, brothers and sisters, what I want to do is take another little quick break. And I want to come back and wrap up the show. Just want to take up another little quick break. You know, when you're doing these shows by yourself, it's a lot of talking. And so, I just want to take a little, uh, uh, another little sip and just uh, some other things I got to take care of in this break. And we're gonna come back and wrap the show. I hope you are enjoying uh, this open forum, uh, brothers and sisters. I didn't get a chance to really do this show. Uh, uh promo I didn't promote it like I really should have. I created this show on such a short notice uh uh and that's why we don't have the callers like we normally have again these days I'm doing these shows like uh on a Friday and then we'll have it on on a on a Sunday or I create these shows on a Saturday we have gonna have them on a Sunday, and that's just not um, um something I want to do. So I need to give more time to get more callers. So we get more questions asked, but that's okay because we still have the archives where people are listening to a lot of our shows. Um, uh, when we go off the air and that's what actually when we get uh, most of our numbers, but I do like the live participants as well. So anyway, let's, let's just take a little break. I'm going to play a little something for y'all with regard to, uh, Prayer, and then we'll be right back. All right, you've tuned to the Foster Stone Network. I'm Brother Seth, and just winging it by myself like I used to. And uh, I hope y'all are enjoying this. I really do. Um, this is something that was actually a part of a movie. Uh, it's kind of old, but the information inside of this little audio is a lot of what I've been talking about tonight. Check it out. We'll be right back.
5: Last August, the movie War Room hit theaters, making her big screen debut with best-selling author and speaker Priscilla Shire. In this film from the creators of Courageous and Fireproof, Priscilla plays a woman who finds herself in a battle to save her marriage and family. She learns that to win, she needs a strategic plan of prayer. You need to do your
3: fighting in draft.
5: Recently, Priscilla took her role into real life with her new book, Fervent. She shows women how to create strategies that will help them fight the tough battles in their own lives. You're wife and mother first. Mm-hmm. And then we have all the things that you do in terms of ministry, writing, now acting. And I thought about all the women especially, but people in general who say, I don't have time to pray. I have so many Mm. things Mm. on my plate. Oh, yeah how do you find time to really pray? And then do you find yourself making up the difference? Do you lose anything in the process?
4: You know what I find that the Lord seems to multiply my time when I just put first things first. It's kind of like when he told the children of Israel about gathering manna and he said, but on the, you know, on that Sabbath day, on that seventh day, you don't gather, just trust that what I give you on the sixth day will be a double portion. It'll be enough to carry you through. And so I've kind of, just seared that on my heart and my mind when I'm getting too busy. Now, let me just also clarify and say, I am so not perfect at it. You know, (laughs) I got these three boys of mine and, you know, I'm still trying to figure out, you know, another way to cook chicken for dinner for tonight, you know, (laughs) and I've got laundry everywhere. So I totally get the struggle of it, but I do think, that being strategic in our prayer lives and even writing down um, either what we're praying or at least the name of someone we're praying for and having those prayers posted, which is the goal of of um, some of the ministry that the Lord has laid on my heart, just encouraging people to, to sort of write down what your focus is.
5: Now, you know, a lot of times we talk about fervent prayer, which that comes from the book of James in the mm-hmm. Bible where it says, the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. Some people think fervent prayer is how loud I can pray and Mm -hmm. you know, whatever we think we're bringing down heaven or whatever. But
4: what really is fervent prayer? Well, fervor is passion. And passion is the fuel that drives you past discouragement, past heartache, past exhaustion. It's like an Olympic runner. Well, the training process, they don't necessarily like it, but they're right. doing it because they've got this fuel underneath the surface that is continuing to burn and that it presses them onward even when they don't feel like doing all of the, the many um, regimented things that they have to do to be prepared. So fervor is one of the things, by the way, that the enemy wants to steal from us. If he can get your passion, then he knows he's really hit you where it hurts. Because if you're fuel is gone, then as soon as external circumstances are not in alignment with your goals, you'll fall by the wayside because you have nothing to keep you going. And so fervor is this invitation that we have to experience the passion that God's own spirit stirs up in your heart. Mm. It's an internal fervor. It has nothing to do with um, external factors in terms of them taking your fervor away or in terms of you uh, manufacturing some sort of hype. That's what it is when it's manufactured. Right. It's emotionalism and it's hype. But passion stirred by God's spirit, that creates a fervor on the inside of you that really can't be quelled no matter what's going on on the outside. And you said a few minutes ago the
5: word strategy because one yeah. thing you really talk about in the book is the need for strategic prayer. Yeah. But why do we need to have a strategy for prayer. It seems like prayer should be so
4: simple. You know, it's just a conversation with God. Yeah. That's what we say. But why do we need a strategy? And I agree with you. It is a conversation with God in prayer. But what are you conversating with him about? Hmm. What are you even bringing to him? Are you just throwing some words out and hoping they, they mean something? Or are you being thoughtful? That's what strategy means. It means where you look at all of the circumstances that are, that are around your life, the people and the things that you hold dear, and you look to see where the enemy is at work. This is why we need to be strategic, because the enemy is strategic. He's not throwing out some blanketed approach in hopes that he catch people in his little net of deception. No, he knows us. He knows my weaknesses. The enemy is after our demise. So once we find out that the enemy is strategic... Well, why wouldn't we want to be strategic? As opposed to praying randomly, we have to be thoughtful about what it is that we see the enemy doing, where we see him at work in the undercurrents of our circumstances, and then apply the promises of God from his own word to those specific situations in our prayer life. So in that way, we decide not only to be consistent in prayer, which is also important, but to be intentional, deliberate, and strategic. Hit the enemy where it hurts.
5: This is my favorite place in this house. I've called it my war room. You wrote prayers
4: for each area of your life. Prayer strategy.
3: I sure could
5: use some of that. There's something about the closet and the film is called War Room. Mm -hmm. Why is it important to have this place that we go to? And we seek the
4: Lord that's separate from everything else. Well, I do think that it minimizes distraction. I do think that. And and there is some beauty in having this place that is set aside. You know what it's for. You and God know what it's for, even if nobody else does. And when you're in that place, you don't have to worry about impressing anybody else. Nobody's there watching. They're not seeing what you've written down and posted on that wall where it's behind a closed door. It's literally just a place where you can be honest and authentic with God. So there is beauty in that. But I do hope that moviegoers will take it a step further and see that really that war room, in in a lot of ways, yes, physically it matters that we have a place, even if it's just the corner of your room, Mm -hmm. your bedroom, where you post a few things. But it is also symbolic of um, something bigger than just a physical war room. It is prioritizing a place in your mind, prioritizing a place in your schedule, prioritizing a place in your decision-making, prioritizing a place in our lives where we say we are going to honor God. We are going to seek him first above all else. And so, yes, we do that physically by having a place we've carved out for him. But, you know, we do it in our schedules, too. We do it on paper. We do it by letting the person know that we're making a decision with that. You know what? I got to seek God first. I'll get back with you on my answer. So, again, it's about prioritizing our relationship with God above all else.
2: And we're back, brothers and sisters. I said, We're back. What well, do y'all think of that exchange there? That's an older movie. But that's powerful. That's powerful. Even hearing it again, I hadn't heard it in a while. But that was powerful. That was powerful. Well, listen. Just like we used to do years ago, Brother Seth in the microphone. Hopefully, y'all have enjoyed this episode tonight. Um, Tune in on Tuesday. We're going to be dealing with that white supremacy. The book, the upcoming book, The Systems, The Systemic Lies of White Supremacy, Our World's Ruling Religion. That's on Tuesday. All right, let's just go ahead and hook up again on Tuesday. But in the meantime, don't forget what you just heard. Prayer is serious, brothers. But you can't pray to some you don't believe in or some you don't you don't trust. So let's get the sin of our out of our life. Started with myself. Let's get the sin out of our life. Let's get quiet time more quiet time before the, the father, Seth, and everybody. Let's get more into the word, Seth, fellow myself. And uh, let's fellowship with brothers. Uh, Sisters, like-minded individuals To to sharpen iron, sharpen iron And once we do these things And see and perceive the father better And then we can have this uh, Ready to pray And have this faith Because in order to pray You must believe that he is And that he is a rewarder of them That diligently seek The scripture says We must believe that he is In order for us to be To receive that thing we want of the Father That we need of the Father Scripture says we must Believe that he is And that he is a reward of them That diligently seek him So once we do that then we can Go to war and petition His highest court to get involved In our affairs This ain't no religious rhetoric Once we believe Once we believe And we ask in prayer especially if we're agreeing with the saints. Once we do it in faith believing, we shall receive. I believe that every fiber of my being. Well, I'll see y'all on, uh, see y'all on Tuesdays again when we're we'll dealing with this upcoming book. I'm not trying to sell no book. I'm just sharing excerpts. We're literally writing a book on air on Tuesdays. We're going to keep doing it. I don't care if it takes me a year, a two, or three. I'm going to take my time and I'm going to write this book where we are into the bowels of hell talking about white supremacy. Well, good night. Love every single one of you. And there's nothing you can do about it. See you on Tuesday.